everybody, and welcome back to the Praise Podcast. My name is Eric Lade. I have the pleasure of hosting this podcast. And of course, if I'm here, you know that the Brooke Paninski is in the house and we are ready to have another uh, hangout with our Praise Podcast family today. Uh, as always, uh, thank you guys for uh, just the way that you encourage us, the way that you support this podcast. And I want to remind you uh, that you can leave uh, ratings and reviews. And, and really what that does is that helps get the message of this podcast seen by more people. Brooke and I aren't really interested in being seen or heard by more people, but we are interested in having the message of Jesus Christ seen and heard by more people. And one of the ways uh, that you can do that is leave a rating and review. And then we always want to remind you to hit that subscribe or that like button, depending on what platform you are listening on, uh, because that's going to update you every time we release one of these free episodes. So you don't have to wonder, is it the right Monday? Do I need to check and see? No, if you're subscribed, you're going to get all of our free conversations, uh, a notification to that. Your phone, your app will let you know. And uh, that's going to get you all of our conversations that we have. And you don't have to wonder. You don't have to worry about, Brooke. Is today a day they release an episode? No, it might not be, but it might be as well. And you don't want to have to worry, but you don't have time, Brooke. You don't have time to wonder. Is today the day an episode comes out? We're not even always sure (laughs) on which Monday because we do every other Monday. And so it just helps you. So just hit that like, subscribe button, and that'll keep you up to date with everything new that is happening with the Praise Podcast. Brooke, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm just great. Good. I'm just good. I did a... uh, I got to do a chapel service mm-hmm. at New Horizon Christian School. That's great. Um, this morning, bright and early, um, I sang a song uh, that, that I was not even none of these kids that were in this chapel service were even alive when the song came out. But wow. it was "Praise You in the Storm" by Casting Crowns. That was uh, so basically they their eighth graders have to organize a chapel service as a part of their eighth grade year. And the eighth grader that I was helping out, he picked uh, Waymaker. Battle Belongs, and Praise You in This Storm. There you go. Two of the three, I was like, got no problem. <laughs> Praise You in the Storm, I was in my car this morning like, yeah. all right, I know this song, but I've never, I've like literally never, never sang it in my it. life. Yeah. Never played it, never wow. sang it. So I was cramming uh, this morning on the way to that, but it was really cool. So it funny. really was. I have a memory with that song, and it was, I mean, yeah, gosh, I was so little, like grade school for sure, because... My friend, we were at her church, and she sang it, like, with two other friends as a mm, special. Yeah. I mean, and we were little. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so funny. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> It was an adventure, but that's, that's what amazing. I told the kids. I was like, I don't even think any of you were alive yeah. when this song, but I wonder what made him pick it. Did I, he, like, uh, say? He said his mom. His mom suggested it. Oh, Because he, so he was funny. talking about, like, perseverance and, and all that stuff. Oh, so, I mean, it fit. was he speaking, too? Well, he didn't speak, but, oh, but he, like, like, he picked, like, the the topic okay. and, like, all okay. the the structure of Aww, the chapel service. But cool. I was Pretty really good. impressed with it. I, that was my first time ever being at that school okay, and yeah. being a part of one of their chapel services. Cool. But it's really cool. Like, the mm-hmm. kids, they sang. And uh, what, was, what stuck up to me most was, like, they legitimately like cheered each other on like he was a nervous wreck and like you know he was but I mean like they were just the most supportive group of kids that I think I may have ever seen that's amazing yeah it really was now this is like kindergarten through eighth grade kindergarten through eighth grade grade? well actually preschool yes they did have preschoolers in the room as well oh that is Um, so but they like 
um, yeah, they just, they, they supported each other. They cheered for each other. They did this one, um, there was a girl that was having a pretty major, um, spinal surgery, uh, coming up on Monday and they brought her forward and her, like her whole sixth grade class came up and teachers and prayed for her. Yeah. And, uh, so that was, you know, like, you don't know, Mm -hmm. it just, it was like zero of what you were used to seeing, experiencing in a school setting. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, praise God, like, that's yeah. probably their mission. It was, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, know? it was like, it was just refreshing <laughs> to know that like, you yeah. know, I mean, they're kids they're, I'm sure that they sure. act up and do things, you know, mm-hmm. it's kids, but like, it was just a, it was a very refreshing environment to see like kids legitimately, like they did this thing where it was like six, uh, six kids where basically like they got like in a, you know, kind of like recognition for, um, their behavior, whatever, just their actions for the month or whatever. And like they did, they put their pictures up and they had all these lists of things, but like, they weren't just like, Oh yeah. You know, like they like legitimately cheer every time they put up one of these pictures, like these kids were like screaming oh, for that's those kids. So, so cool. I don't know. It was See, cool. Kids are cool. Kids cool. are a lot better than adults, for sure. <laughs> I, have a, I have a preference <laughs> towards them, I guess. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, there's a, I so have funny. an age limit. I mean, like, I wouldn't. I I think kids are fun from, like, fifth grade, sixth grade up. Mm, there you go. Before that. They're, they're a lot less, like, nice once they get to that fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> but that's when you think it's fun. But that's when it's more fun. Because <laughs> then you can, like, oh. you can just be mean to them back. Yeah, you know, there's just so many pros and cons. I remember thinking that as a teacher. Like, you know, I'm like, I truly would take a job in any grade because they're really are pros and cons to every age group. And, I mean, teachers always would kind of have their preference or where they feel most comfortable, but I really never felt that way. I was always like, my licensing was K-9, to and I was really just like, I could teach and be happy teaching any of those grades. There, Like I said, mm-hmm. there's just pros and cons, you, you know, things you give and take away. But, like, I, um, that's a song. <laughs> that's an old song, mm-hmm. give and take away, speaking yeah. of old songs. Anyways, um, Squirrel, but... They see now you're humming it, I'm right? Trying to think, what was it? You say? give and take yeah. away. Yeah. What was what is the name of that song? Are you giving my heart will choose. Blessed be the name. Blessed be your name. Yeah. Blessed be the name yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, welcome yeah. to Praise Podcast. Yeah. But what I was saying was just like, actually, it doesn't even matter. They don't want to hear about my teaching. Yeah. It's fine. You'd we be can surprised, move on. Brooke. <laughs> but anything they you hear have, about. anything you have to say, they want to hear about. <laughs> That's okay. It's my my teacher heart. Yeah, it, it still no. exists. But anyways, doesn't matter. Way to go, New Horizon. That's yeah, no, incredible. That Those good. students are awesome. Um, I love that. Yeah. I'm so glad your morning went well there. That's so. It cool. was to wake good. up early and not be. I don't know. I mean, I'll just be honest. Like usually when I hear like Christian private school, I think like, oh, this is gonna be a bunch of weirdos. But no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. It was not You're at like, all. This is great. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I actually like this. I cool. like this. Area. Yeah, you guys are cool. So love it. It was. Uh, well, they have Eric's stamp of approval. I mean, that says it says something. a lot. It really does. Yeah. It really does say not that they care about it or, or <laughs> yeah. it does anything for them, but <laughs> just you know, it, they do have my they have my stamp of approval. So that's perfect. Hey, if you have not listened to our last two episodes, oh man, they're so um, good. You need to. You should probably just pause because it's probably gonna. Those last two are probably better than whatever we end up talking about today. But hands down, not, they but, for sure will uh, be. Our last <laughs> or ep- are. our last episode with Lee Schulte. Mm. Um, might possibly be my favorite episode we've ever done sure. on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so if you have not got to listen to that one, highly encourage you to go back and listen to that one. And mm-hmm. then the one before that was uh, we did another What's Your Story with Nate mm-hmm. Carter. Uh, also just awesome testimony and yeah. um, just both show um, 
the realness of of God in different ways, but just how he is still alive and active and working Mm -hmm. and moving. So uh, if you have not listened to those, feel free to finish this one, but I would encourage you to either pause and go back to listen to it or finish this and then go back and listen to those if you haven't, because uh, I was blessed by both of them. And so I'm sure that that you will be too. So Mm -hmm. you should do that. But if you are sticking with us and listening to this one, we do a little thing called Song Spotlight where we talk about uh, a song that we have been listening to a whole lot, maybe even as soon as today or potentially mm-hmm. the last week or the last couple of weeks, a song that we have been listening to a whole bunch. So, Brooke, yeah, what do you got for us today? I'm excited about this one because it's so new to not just me, but really everyone because... Um, if you're familiar with Passion, they do Passion, I guess, do they call it Passion Conference? Yeah. Yeah, um, at the start of the year. And um, so they did a song for the first time. They kind of like gave a teaser for it, but called I've Witnessed It. And um, it re- it finally like was out and released for like everybody to kind of like hear it who wasn't there or for people to have access to re-listen to it who were there and who loved it. And so, but it's called I've Witnessed It. Um, it's by Passion, and Melody leads it, and I love, I mean, She's other than so Carrie good. Job, Melody's just, like, the next thing for yeah, me. Yeah, I like, have always thought, I have always thought that she is probably the most, I mean, she's, when you sing with passion and you're passionate, it's hard to say you're underrated, but I feel like she's probably underappreciated mm-hmm. for how, like, talent not not just talented but like worship leader that she is she's yeah she's, she's up solid there for me. well when we went to passion conference last may um she was there and that was like really the first like more intimate setting that i've ever been under or like that i've ever like been led in worship by her you know what i mean so that was really cool um so i i just kudos to her she's she's great but she, she leads does this the song. only thing with her is she always wears what appears to be like she went into her dad's closet <laughs> pulled out his <laughs> His uh, his like blaze his suit jacket that's and like so that's and like and like his pants and she put it's always like it's, it just looks like she's always wearing her father's clothes. Well, and you know what? She's short like me, which makes yeah. me feel good. Like yeah. you don't think she's as small as she is until no. you like see her in person. Right. Um. And I was surprised at truly like how like short she was. Yeah. And but I was it like, would be like you, you going go, to Hayden's closet and just picking out like his suit <laughs> and putting <laughs> it on. <laughs> In like that, but I know that's like fashion that I, that I know nothing about. That's okay. I mean, she can make it work, so that's it's true. good. Yeah. yeah, but she does. She leads a song called "I've Witnessed It," and I also think it's cool because, well, with what we're talking about or going to be talking about on today's episode, I think it also kind of fits very perfectly. Um, so, just that was kind of cool how that worked out. But um, the chorus of it um, lyrically, it says. I've witnessed your faithfulness. I've seen you breathe life within. So I'll pour out my praise again. You're worthy, God, you're worthy of all of it. And then later on in the song, um, it she it, the words go, um, you're good and I've witnessed it. You're strong and I've witnessed it. You're constant. I've witnessed it. Um, I've witnessed it and I'm confident I'll see it again. Uh, you love and I've witnessed it. You heal and I've witnessed it. You save and I've witnessed it. And I'm confident I'll see it again. To the broken, I've witnessed it. To the hurt, and I've witnessed it. To the lost, I will witness it. I promise I'll tell them what I've witnessed. Um, anyways, and she goes, but it's it's like it's just really cool because again, like topically for what we're going to be diving into of just like declaring, singing, knowing, grasping, believing characteristics of God, you know, is so important in our walk, especially through really hard seasons. Um, 
and in and again we'll dive into this in a little bit but like I think that's just so powerful you know when worship gives us an opportunity to like speak the word of God and and declare these things like it's so powerful and it really does change things like sure in a room but like in your own spirit, it just sets some things straight and it aligns some things. And this song is just really powerful. And I think that it will be a song that allows people to step into that um, kind of mindset and it it will shift perspectives for people, I think, um, which is, you know, so important, obviously, and worship is so powerful to be able to do that. But I think this is going to be like one of those songs for people, for sure, as it becomes more popular. Yeah, it was probably... Of the ones they did at Passion, it was one of my favorites. Yeah, it's catchy. Sure. Yeah. It's just, I really, I just like it all together. And, mm-hmm. and at first, when it first started, I thought, hmm, like this is, how about this? Mm-hmm. And then as they kept going, I was like, okay, okay, yeah. I like this a lot. So yeah. it was good. But what about you? What's your song? Mine is from, um, so mine is actually a song that my wife, Adrian, um, was listening to the other day. And as she was listening to it, I was like, what is that song? And then she told me, and since then I've been listening to it a bunch. It is, uh, it's kind of like, it goes along with just the vibe of the the theme. It it fits our theme, but um, it's called Fear Go by Mercy Culture. Um, And uh, Well, I would say that for sure fits our theme. Yeah, yeah. but (laughs) it's one of those songs, it's kind of old school, and the fact of like, it is literally four lines is the entire song. And the lyrics are, fear go, Holy Spirit come, burn like a fire, blow like the wind. I mean, like, what a, what that's a, the, what do you mean? That's the song. That's it. Yeah. How long is it? It's, they, I mean, they do that for like, you know, three minutes. They build it up. How bring cool it is down, that? Build it up. Bring, you know, it's the, that sort But, um, there's something that. just, I don't know. I think mm. kind of like you were talking about, I think we, we underestimate just like what, even if it's not necessarily, like, just I think even as, like, spiritually and mentally, we underestimate the power that, like, saying words like fear, mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, come. Mm-hmm. Like, even just those two lines, mm-hmm. you know, like, and the the power that can have if we can say those words, declare those words, and mean them yeah. is, can be a really strong and powerful thing uh, that I think, you know, again, because a lot of times... We're so we're so used to music, you know, because we grow up with music. And yeah. even if you don't, wouldn't even call yourself a music person, like you have a radio in your car, or mm-hmm. if you go on a walk, you're probably listening to some type of music. Like it's just we're always surrounded by music, and so I think sometimes we forget the power that it has because we're just so used to it. And I think because we come into like a worship service or a church service, and we're so used to music we oftentimes forget the power mm. that like we're not just singing the songs you know that that these statements have have power so those yeah. those just the lyrics of this is uh i think is a it's a very declarative kind of like line in the sand i mean it's pretty straightforward like fear go you know holy spirit come so yeah. uh if you can mean those words that could be a life changing you know what is that five words it's a life-changing five words if yeah. you could sing them and mean them. Yeah. So. That's so good. Well, speaking of that, I I mean, again, both of those songs, which, I mean, as Holy Spirit would do, it just ties in so perfectly and paves the way into the topic today. But um, so today we're kind of diving into um, 
I mean, I guess, I don't know how what we would call the episode. You name them. That's your responsibility, not mine. It's too much pressure. P.S., by the way, <laughs> speaking of that, I saw the other day, um, or no, it was Nate's. You you posted Nate's episode on your Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. And you, like, wrote out this thing, and it was, like, the most well-written, like, um, description that could have possibly ever been uh, <laughs> written and invented. I'm like, why have I been writing <laughs> these descriptions <laughs> Entitling these episodes this whole time. It's like, so funny. See, Brooke I'm glad you don't what, make me do it. I was like, Brooke just said, I guys, it was just, anyways, <laughs> side note. <laughs> you I might, you might be naming them <laughs> and writing them from here on out. But, That's anyways, so continue funny. on. Well, with that being said, today's episode poses the question what's on the throne of your life? And essentially, when this word was given to me very quickly and for something totally different, not podcast related, at least at the time, that's what I thought. And then as, um, I mean, it was supposed to be a Devo for first Thursday and just with how my Thursday went and with my kids and just mom life and all the things I had to stay home. And then Hayden came and he was able to speak and cover for me for that first Thursday. And I remember thinking like, what in the world, Lord? Like I literally asked you for a word for it and you gave it immediately. And I'm like, and now I'm stuck here at home with a sick kid. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And then I told Hayden, like, when he got home, I was like, maybe that was just the word for me. You know, I don't know. But it's actually kind of cool because it might be a word for somebody listening to. Um, and it's a conversation that's important to have um, together, but also just between you and the Lord, which is what I had to do as well. But what's on the throne of your life? And essentially, what takes up space? And, um, you know, that's in a lot of places. What takes up space in your heart and your mind and your spirit and your worship and your plans within the walls of your home, within the relationships that you have, um, your calling, your, the purpose on your life, like what takes up space for you? And in these things, I feel like it's so easy to talk about two things here. I think idols and then I think the spirit of fear. And so I kind of want to dive into that conversation today and talking about having things in their proper place. And obviously, when we're talking about what's on the throne of your life, the question or the answer to that question should be (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) you know, like God should be on his throne. He should be our utmost focus and number one position. He should have um, all of our attention in every asset or aspect of our lives um, in every section that we divide our, you know, how we operate and the things we take part in and like, you know, the layers of how we're made um, and how we live. Um, it should be Jesus in all of those. And um, I think it's safe to say that for a lot of people, normally, that's just not the case. You know, like God is you know, we're Christians, we love God, sure. But then when you go down and you divvy down the list of all these areas and avenues of your thinking and your decisions and your schedule and your whatever, like God is not actually number one in those areas. And so when he's not number one, then we're talking about idols. And then what is the idol, you know, is And for me, what God revealed and what I was going to speak against um, was the spirit of fear in a lot of those areas of my life. Um, And and just, I mean, maybe it's the season or, and I sometimes, I mean, I don't really think of myself as a fearful person, um, but again, with seasons and with just different things that come and go or whatever, like that has been like what I feel like has taken God's spot. Um, 
in so many of those areas. So um, with this being for First Thursday, um, the song that you guys were doing after this Devo was Ever Almighty. Mm -hmm. And so like, (laughs) I just thought it was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Like we'll go right into the bridge. But the like lyrically, it says, um, you know, fear doesn't get to sit on your throne. You won't share your glory. Um, and that essentially was kind of what anchored, I think, this like theme or this topic of what I um, thought I was supposed to talk about there um, was just that. And like, I'm like, I know I can't be the only one who, you know, in season of change and transition or having kids or um, when relationships get awkward or when plans change or when my heart and mind and spirit are off kilter, like I can't be the only one who battles with the spirit of fear and what's next and what's to come and, and the unknown and the unseen. Um, so yeah, but that's, that's, that's what we're going to dive in today or dive into talking about today. It's good stuff. So we'll see. That's good stuff. <laughs> we'll um, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just trying to, I was searching through scripture as you were, uh, talking because yeah. there were a lot of things that, um, came to mind. And I think the thing for, I don't know if we've talked about this on here or not, mm-hmm. but so for the the longest time, I had, um, well, and still do, um, I every day on the clock, I see the time, 1234. One, yeah, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Whether, we have definitely talked about this. Have we talked about it on the podcast? I, I don't know. But I, I know that, I mean, I, yeah, I know that we have. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if we've we talked about it on, the, on Yeah, I don't know if we've talked about okay, so it. They all blur together. I don't think I've talked about this on here. Um, if I have, well, you can listen to it again. Uh, but, and so, yeah, one, two, three, four, whether it be PM or AM, every day I see 1234. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's kind of the wildest thing. Um, and like to the point where one day I saw it in a clock in the background of a picture. Yes. The clock was 1234. And then that's when I started getting a little wigged out. Cause I was like, what the heck? You're like, this feels like, this it feels like some the, movie. In le- the background yeah. of the background yeah. of the background yeah. of a picture. And yeah. I was like, 1234. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is, this feels uncoincident. Like there's something to like, sure. I'm picking out 1234 on clocks in the background of pictures. Mm-hmm. Like this, something's up. Yeah. And so I had just, I kind of sent, sent that. I posed the question to, to several different people that I, would consider trusted uh, spiritual advisors or um, just people that I would talk to and mm-hmm. um, just kind of said, what's up with this, do you think? Like, what, why, you know, what do you, I have my thoughts, but I would be curious to see what what your guys' interpretation of, of these numbers is. And, and the one kind of unifying thing that came from most thing was, like, order. Yeah. You know, like like having things, like like just the... Um, and it makes, you know, whether that's why I see 1234 or not, but like, it makes sense in my life because it often feels like nothing. Like I'm just, my order is always scrambling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, you're always running from one thing to the next. You're always trying to get this done to get to the next thing that needs to get done. And, um, so this idea of slowing down and making sure things are in their proper order, and not just things, but like, is God kind of like you're talking about with idols? Like, yeah. am I putting God in the proper spot in yeah. the order of how I'm doing these things? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, both of our roles as as leaders in a church, um, it's really easy to feel like everything you do 
is for like, oh, that's, you know, it's for the church. It's for the kingdom. It's for, you know, well, yeah, every, everything I do is for God. And not that that's not the case, but it's very easy to, um, get to the end of something or get and think like, where did I put God in the order of this? You know, like whether it's a service or an event or a meeting or, um, and so that for me, um, I would say fear for me necessarily doesn't resonate as much as the idea of like idols and order. Right. Um, am I putting God in the proper place? Like in the first, uh, in at first at the top. Mm -hmm. And, um, so one of the scriptures, as I was looking through, I was reading through, uh, basically what was the sermon on the Mount, which he talks about all kinds of stuff. One of those things is worry. Um, but kind of at the end of that worry section of his Sermon on the Mount, of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, in 33, he says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And so that was, I, I think, it's so simple to say, if you can just put him first mm-hmm. and seek him first, mm-hmm. everything else will just fall in line. And that is so much easier said than done. Yeah. So much easier said than lived out. Mm-hmm. But like this is Jesus in a sermon telling us, if you just seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, everything else is going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Like it's all going to fall in line mm-hmm. how it should. So whether that's fear, whether that's mm-hmm. your finances, whether that's your job, you know, whether that's relationships, whether that's, you know, whatever, your kids, parenting, um, and so that that's, I guess, where this conversation, where I find myself convicted in this conversation and something that I have been um, just, whether you want to call it researching, pondering, studying because of my 1234, but just order <laughs> our things in their proper, like our things in the proper place. If it's a, if it's a pyramid, mm-hmm. is God at the proper place of mm-hmm. that pyramid and is everything else falling in the line or am I getting, a, am I getting ahead of myself or getting ahead of things? And then it's one of those, oh, by the way, hey, God, come along. This is what we're doing. You know, need you um, because I've been there plenty of times. And so that's my initial thoughts on your stuff. No, I love that. Well, and I think that's, I mean, idols are things that we don't always talk about, think about, or try to recognize in our lives, you know. And so, but it's wild because so many things can be idols. You know what I mean? Like if you like you just for instance, this is kind of silly, but even like asking with you saying with you saying um, a minute ago, like with um, just all that, like it made me think of of like, OK, so it's easier said than done. Sure. But it's like, OK, but it's hard. Why is it hard for me mm-hmm. to, to just, you know, be like, okay, if I'm seeking you first and everything else will fall, like, why is that so hard sometimes? And I think for me, the biggest thing is, is maybe like, um, just how I picture my life going or how I picture a scenario working out or what I want out of a situation or, you know, anything like that. Like, that is so hard for me to surrender over because it's it's usually if it's God's way, it's a way that I can't wrap my mind around or I can't reason through, I can't logically understand or 
I have no clarity or vision for. So it's like it, it really is going into my way, which is I have vision for, I have a plan, I have, you know, kind of, it's not so like walking in the dark, you know, and, but like when you go God's way, that is what makes it hard because sometimes you don't have the clarity that your flesh wants. And sometimes you don't have the reasoning that you feel like you need, or, you know, all these things. It's like, you really only have the one decision in front of you and no, you know, plan A, B or C after it, like just the one decision, like, will you follow me? Will you trust me with this? Yes or no. And, you know, in our flesh and in our mind, we're like, okay, if I say yes, then this would happen. And then this might happen. And then this could whatever, if I say no, like, I mean, we reason through it and we try to balance it out, you know, and I re I mean, from big things in my life, such as, um, taking this job, I mean, mercy, if you could only, uh, if we could just go back and talk about that whole season, I just will never forget it. I will never forget like the moment of like, I have no idea what comes after the decision that I know you are having me to make. You know, I knew the answer. I mean, just as I immediately, but it was so hard at first to be like, okay, like, yes, Eric, I will drop everything of my teacher world and come work for you Mm -hmm. at church. (laughs) Like, I mean, it, it just, all these things logically was like, what in the world? But I knew in my spirit that my answer was to be yes, if I wanted to be obedient to what he had for me. But I would have no idea what that looked like. Anything after that decision, just the decision in and of itself. But even to like small things, well, expensive things, but to me, they're <laughs> small things like, like what car do I buy? Yeah. You know, like we need a minivan yeah. and I know what minivan I want. Yes, and, you do. Yeah. And I'm just willing to wait and wait mm-hmm. and wait to get exactly the one I want for exactly the right price and whatever. Yeah. But then it's like, I really had to wrestle with the Lord the other day when it didn't, like when a situation of buying one didn't work out and to be like, is this even the van I'm supposed to buy? And I've never, I've not asked him that in the year that I've been waiting to buy a minivan. Mm-hmm. Is this even the van I'm supposed to buy? So it's like I know he cares about me, and he is in the details of everything. Um, but like I, for a year, even with something so practical as what car should we buy for mm-hmm. you know our this fourth baby, like it's it's like I didn't even ask him, and then you're, I mean, truly to feel like convicted of that. Like, I didn't even ask you if this is yeah. what I was supposed to do. And then you think because it impacts your finances, it impacts all these things. And you're like, is that responsible or irresponsible? Like, is it whatever? Like, I didn't even ask. And um, so, yeah, but it, it doesn't, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But yeah, from the big things to the little things, it's just like, will I be okay with the answer that like he gives me, you mm-hmm. know? And like, am I willing to like, if he is the most important thing to me and if my obedience to him, if I, if I value my obedience to him, like I say that I do and like I think that I do, then like I need to be willing to hear him out even when I don't want to go there. You know, because if he says, no, you're going to drive a Pacifica and I'm going to be mad about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No offense to those who drive a Pacifica. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just like trusting him with every decision and being okay with what that answer is, even if you can't see or understand or whatever. So Yeah. And I think that that's, well, two things I remember that day. And I remember coming, like Hayden and I or had to, Hayden had to give me a ride. 
after that, I remember asking him, like, so what do you think? Like, is she going to be a yes? Oh, about working and, here? Yeah. Oh, okay, and, okay, okay. And in, I guess in your, in, in either in your husband's, uh, his wisdom of just himself or his wisdom of, of you and your um, history of obedience, he said, <laughs> I think we all know what her answer will be, but you're going to have to give her some time to wrestle with it herself. Mm. And so, Aww. yeah. So yeah. I mean that, but yeah, so it was, uh, but all that to say, even going to the car, like, and I think that it's a, we can say it's a silly example or, you know, like we think it's a, but really, and that's something that, you know, like, do we include him in, like, if God is our most, like, think about any of your relationships, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, whatever, whether it's a friendship, your spouse, whoever, like, whatever your most important, relate, like, your most important people in your life are your most important relationships or the people that you value their advice generally gen, generally they're the people that you go to first right right yeah you know, like if if I, I know if I have a question or I need something I know who those people are that I'm gonna go to and so I think it, it really does whether it's buying a vehicle or a house or whether it's mm-hmm. you know whatever taking a job like I think it is probably telling for us all, like, where where are we putting God in that? If mm-hmm. if is he the first person we go to? Is that, you know, if that is our most important relationship, then shouldn't he be? And I'm, I mean, I'm as guilty as this is anybody. I mean, I feel I like mean, that's why so we're so guilty. good at talking yeah. about I mean, it because we're like, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, I even go back to, I mean, you know, like you talking about the van, it just made me yeah. think of like, you know, this house that Adrian and I purchased. Mm. I mean, that has been an absolute nightmare from the get go, really, mm-hmm. um, and has just been nothing but issues and financial nonsense and just all ca- everything, yeah. everything you could imagine in the yeah. purchasing of a home. We've had it in a bad way, uh, in a bad way, yes, a very <laughs> yeah. negative way. Aww. But um, you know, I through that process, like, and I look, I think back to it often because I'm like. I Gosh, know exactly been, what you're about to so, say. You know, like, if you just wouldn't mm. have been such an idiot, mm. you know what I mean? But, like, I remember mm-hmm. putting, um, mm-hmm. when we put our house up for sale, mm-hmm. you and I had a conversation, mm-hmm. and I don't even really, I don't even remember the the yeah. the gist of it, but um, basically it was like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to sell my house mm-hmm. that I'm getting ready to sell. And it was like, right there was, I mean... I will never forget that. Like, he told me, you know what I mean? I just think, like, how little I, like, Mm. sought his, like, Mm. God's counsel Mm. on any of that process. Listen, this will preach, um, Is And not that, like, he punished me by Mm. giving me the worst possible how home outcome like I don't I don't think I mean he might have he that might have been his punishment he said you uh, need discipline he's he has disciplined me harshly um if that is the case if wow. that's the way it's if if that's mm. the way it's gone but like I mean I just think back like you know like how little yeah. he really was probably a part of wow. any of those decisions and those which I mean you know Buying and selling a home is a fairly large, it's, it's the largest financial decision you can make. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I just think, um, like that for me has been something that I have thought back on 
almost every day since. Uh, <laughs> every <laughs> I, time yeah. I write out my checkbook, yeah, yeah, I would say anytime. Oh, I yeah. mean, literally every day I wake up in the home that we're now in. That still it was just has honestly, and it's like, and I, I think it's no coincidence that I have yet to feel settled there. Sure, and that house is yet to feel. I mean, one just from all the frustrations that mm-hmm. have come with it, but. And I don't know that I ever will. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, be, it's, it's again, I don't know that it's punishment, but it's almost whether it's from him or not, it's like mm-hmm. my own punishment of like, mm-hmm. you will not ever, pro- you will never see this place as home because it probably was never supposed to be your home in the first place. Wow. Well, and here's and, the thing, like, can we just be real about this for mm-hmm. a second? Because whether we're talking about like the situation you and Adrian have walked mm-hmm. with your home or not, like that is, I, I will never forget that day. Um, we were in our old offices and, you know, just, I think it is at the time my office was kind of, it was attached to yours, but like, I was like the first one you have to Mm. walk through. And I've, and it was even then I'm like, (laughs) like this, like this, like, I don't want to say protection over you, but like when there are seasons or days or long weeks that I feel like I know, like you've got going on, it's like, I felt like I can read that. And I'm always like, all right, Lord, like I got him today, you know, and like things that come through my office, I'm like, you're not getting past here. <laughs> you know, leave him alone. And I will never forget. It was one of those weeks where I knew your spirit was so heavy. You and Adrian had so much going on. And um, I kind of went in and I was just like checking in on you and just seeing whatever. And you were standing at your desk working on tracks and you just looked up and then you were like, I'm just not convinced I wasn't supposed to sell my house. And like you were so like the 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 weight that like you could truly feel and see like was so real. And then you just thought, well, like, A, you can't do anything about it now. And God made good of it, of who bought it and all the things and whatever, because he does that. But like it, that is such a, a serious thing of like if we don't ask him what he wants for us, like, it's not that I, I don't believe that God's like, well, you didn't listen. You didn't ask. I'm just going to punish you for it. But like, man, the lesson that can be learned then. And he's carried you through and he's provided and he will continue to you and Adrian both through your situation with your house and all of the things. But like, I mean, like even he cares so much about every single detail of our life. That's like, of course he cares where we raise our children. Of course he cares about like the mortgage we pay. Of course he cares about the, you know, whatever. Like to us, it's like, oh, that's practical life stuff. You don't need to care about that, God. Mm -hmm. But he does. And he's so good to still teach and love and move towards things and provide through things and whatever. And it's just like when we ask him what we what he wants it's you and that's why it's like you know earlier like you were saying just do the will of god and everything will fall into into Mm -hmm. its place because if we get out of the will of god things get messy and things get messy when we're like well we think logically this makes sense or we think it's a good time because of whatever or we're just getting antsy in our flesh and we're just going to make this decision and like it's not that he won't help us but it's like if that was not what he had for us like of course it's going to be a little messy um and so but that's with everything that's not just you know i mean i just think big little you know if we're talking high dollar signs or nothing like it's just that's his he's just cares about everything about our lives and um I remember this is kind of not it's kind of off topic kind of not off topic but like even even uh, I'm like debating in my like in my flesh do I go there do I do I say this um 
I remember a long time ago, um, I was with, I was talking with Maria and, and that was something like even just like Holy Spirit helping you pick out your outfit for the day, mm-hmm. you know, like even silly things like that. Um, but, you know, a, f- a few weeks ago, my family and I, we, um, lost my older sister to suicide and, um, we had her burial service. And I remember waking up that day and I just said like, Holy Spirit, is there something I'm supposed to leave there? Um, and the other question I asked him is, what do I wear? <laughs> and he's so faithful when we ask him for guidance in the little things because I remember I got out of the shower, I was getting ready, and I was like, okay, okay, Lord, like, what do I wear to this? What do I do? You know, all these things. I'm, you know, super pregnant. It's cold outside. But, you know, all, whatever. And um, it's just our, our just our family. And um, he said, you have her jacket. And I thought, what? Like, I heard him so clearly, and I haven't, I mean, I just thought, what in the world? And immediately, I remembered that I had this gray jacket of hers for, I mean, gosh, I hadn't seen her in, in maybe like six, seven years. And um, that was like the last time she was sober and she was living with my dad. And um, I was over visiting, like I wasn't even married yet. I mean, I was just over there, like home from school or something. I don't know. But like at my dad's visiting and um, she or I had, she had this jacket and I ended up borrowing this jacket. And then, um, shortly later she, she left and I never had a chance to give her her jacket again. And I forgot all about it. I, for, I just totally, I mean, I, I hadn't thought about it in forever. And he said, you have her jacket. And so I just got emotional because like the Lord so he just cares so much about even the little things. And when he's number one in our life, like we really do, like, I mean, we really do get to experience like his care into the depth and the level of to even what I wear, you know? And so I did like that day I wore, um, I wore her jacket, you know, under my winter coat all bundled up, but I wore her coat or her jacket to her burial because it was appropriate and it was the only thing of hers that I had, you know? And and then even um, to answer the question of like, what do I bring? Do I leave anything there? You know, because sometimes people bring flowers or they, you know, whatever, like they'll just leave stuff out. And funerals aren't things that I'm, I mean, I don't go to them. I, they're very (laughs) triggering for me. Like they're not, and I just, I don't know, like the etiquette, like, you know, the etiquette of all that and whatever, but I was like, okay, do I bring anything? I kid you not. My husband goes to get the mail like 30 minutes before we leave. And, um, I get a card from a friend that I'm, as I'm opening it, I'm just assuming it's like a baby gift. Like it was just, you know, cause that was that we were getting a lot of stuff in the mail from friends and family for Nolan and whatever. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like she did not have to think of, you know, do this, whatever. So I opened the card and immediately just stop in my tracks. And, um, she heard about my sister and she wrote me a card, like a sympathy card. And she put this little Bible verse in it. Um, and the Bible verse was so significant because, um, it, it was just a verse that has come up so much for me recently. Um, and I just thought like, of course, Lord, of course, like of all the things that my friend could send, 
30 minutes before we leave for, you know, this burial service, um, this is what I get in the mail. And this is the verse on the card, you know, and I was, and, and it's um, from Psalm 91, four, and it says, he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you will find refuge. And just, just, I would see feathers everywhere. Like, I mean, it was just, it's so wild, but like that verse has been so significant for me as a way that I know God carries me and that we're protected. Um, and that is his heart for his children. And so I took this little card um, and put it in my jacket. And, um, before I left her service, like I left it, I left it there. Like, I mean, so, I mean, not to be like, that's kind of sappy and kind of like a hard thing to, I know just to throw out here for everybody. But like, I say that because even if it's our house, even if it's our car to the thing that we wear when we're hurting or just the little questions we can ask for guidance, like, God cares so much about us. And when we have him in his rightful spot in our life on, on the throne, no other idol in the way, like it's only him. Like he is so faithful to just lead and guide and direct and provide and to love and to heal. Like all these things, like that's his character. And it's because of his character like, that's how we combat the idols in our life. That's how we combat whatever's in the way of taking up his his rightful place or space um, in our heart and our spirit and our mind and our decisions, whatever it is. Like, we combat the idols with the word of God, and the word of God tells us who he is. It reminds us of his character. It, again, shows us ways that he's he was trusted then and he was faithful then, and the same way we can trust him now and he's, he will be faithful now. Like, um, And, again, like talking about those worship songs that we, we both had, you know, at the start of this podcast, like worship helps us combat those things as well. I mean, yes, I mean, you can read the word of God and that's powerful and you, you know, we should do that every day, but worship is so fun because it takes the word of God in song and is so powerful in that way. And you can sing and declare these things ab- about him and it changes, it shifts in a moment when you step into his spirit and you begin saying these things, declaring these things like it, until you're like, it's like you can say it and say it, and say it, and I'll be like, I will say it until my like, <laughs> until my spirit catches up with the words that are coming out of my mouth. Like, um, but you know, and when we do that, I believe like that in instantaneously we can experience like the release from that bondage or the release from those strongholds, or we can experience the freedom when we say, "Fear, go now in Jesus' name," or whatever it is. And um, so I think that ultimately if I could just leave with anything, I would just encourage every listener to do just that, to examine who's on the throne of your life. What idol is it? What space is it taking up? And how are you going to combat against it? And you do that by the word of God and through worship and what do you do through the word of God and worship? You read and you speak and you declare who God is and you say it until you believe it fervently in your spirit and um, you will experience freedom because that's what the Holy Spirit does. So anyways. That'll preach. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Praise God. That'll preach. No, that's good stuff. Yeah. And good things for, you said, no, but I don't, there's, it doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian, Mm -hmm. five minutes or five years or 
50, you know, like that's yeah. just something that we all um, need to be reminded of every day. Yeah. So. Well, hey, Eric, guess what? What, Brooke? Right now as we speak, it is Mexican Friday. It is. <laughs> so it's, it's actually late. It's time to go to lunch. We're late for Mexican food Friday. Yeah, it's we're a little past. Hayden's probably sitting in the car. <laughs> waiting for us. Waiting for us. <laughs> That's usually the way it goes. So shout well, out to Hayden. Yeah, what a guy. he's the best. What a guy. MVP. <laughs> well, we appreciate you listening uh, and uh, tuning in. Hopefully, um, so you received some type of encouragement. You received uh, some type of uh Maybe even today you uh, received a little uh, conviction. I know I sure did, and uh, that's not always a bad thing. Um, it's not. It's not bad to um, be reminded of um, how we can grow closer and further our relationship with God. So hopefully that is uh, the message you heard and received today. And as always, if you know somebody that would benefit from having this conversation, or uh, maybe you've got somebody that. Uh, you want to have this conversation with, this podcast is a great way uh, to just be able to send to them and say, hey, listen to this podcast and then let's talk afterwards uh, because I've, I listened to it and um, I want to talk it through with somebody. And so you can let us be the way to like bring up conversations that maybe you're, you're wanting or needing to have with those in your life. Uh, we would be happy to break maybe that awkward tension that you need. Brooke and I are good at that, at being the awkward tension breakers. Um, but <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. But yeah, send, uh, we'll, we'll be the bad guy if we need to. But, um, but yeah, send, uh, send, share this podcast. Uh, as always, hit that like, subscribe button again. Uh, that's going to get you every time that we release a new Praise Podcast episode. It'll just automatically remind you, pop it up in your feed, uh, however, whatever app you're using. Uh, it's just a great way for you to not have to think about when we have a new episode coming the app and us will take care of that for you so hit that button and that's all you got to do and you'll be up to date every time a new episode comes out uh like we had mentioned before uh please go back listen to our last two episodes they're what's your story episodes which are uh, opportunities for brooke and i to sit down with um people and just hear their testimony hear their story how god has worked and is working in their lives and uh, both the last two what's your stories were were just really great and uh just really impactful Uh, not only to us, but I know it could be for you or people you know. So uh, take the time. If you're done listening to this one, you can jump over, listen to one of those. Uh, You will be blessed by it, I know. So thank you all for listening today. We will be back in a couple weeks with another episode. As always, let's be people that in every day, in every way, bring the praise. We'll see you next time.